Relax. It's gonna Power be okay, of girl. Communication. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What two? What two? No. You choose one or the other. Story time with Stone. But today's story will not be one of those stories that will have you laughing and thinking and saying, "Oh man, that's crazy." It might have you saying it's crazy, but in this story we have um my uncle. And we have my cousin, and we have myself, and we have my grandmother. Now, I'm not going to give these real names, but I will give these names. I will give them names. Fake names, real story. Here we go. Well, you know what? Nah, 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 nah. We'll give you real names, real story. Here we go. Now, in the summer of 1988, I was eight years old. At that time, my cousin, we'll call her Crystal. We'll just use her name. We'll call her Crystal. Crystal was living with us. We was living with my grandmother and my uncle, Andrew. So it was a hot day. My grandmother only had air conditioned in one room. That was her bedroom. And she only had one fan. And that fan was always pointed to her. You move that fan, you got some problems. So me and my cousin was out on the porch, sitting back, eating uh, popsicles, but not popsicles, the freeze pops. It was an old school freeze otter pops. That's the name of them. We were eating otter pops. Now, mind you, how my my um the house that I grew up in was made. It was first you got a a porch, but it was an enclosed porch, and it was nothing but really honestly that whole porch was made of nothing but windows, um windows and screens, so you could see everything all the way around it really you can see on the left the right the front and and on on the side you can see what's going on so like i said it was the summer of 88 i was eight years old my cousin was a little older than me um and we're out eating bomb pops this is the girl who showed me how to ride a bike how to uh, even catch a ball. She's a wonderful basketball player. Matter of fact, I don't think she can play anymore now. Her knees are toe up. But anyway, um, so huh, we are, we say, you know what? Forget it. Let's get off the porch and sit on the outside porch and we can get some more air or we could go and play some, some, some do something outside. Okay. So we get our, we get a couple more auto pops, go outside crack them open, sitting outside, playing around, joking around, whatever. Uncle comes out the house. Uncle goes across the street. Now, mind you, two, three days before Uncle, before Andrew goes across the street, I say this was on a Saturday. No, this was on a Friday, matter of fact. That Wednesday, across the street, they was beefing. They was fighting. They was upset. They was arguing at each other. 
him and this dude that he used to drink with because that's all they did across the street. Uh, either they smoking weed, drinking, or doing some type of drugs. It's one dude that was over there that wasn't doing it. And his name was Reggie. I will never forget Reggie. Reggie was a little, was a little, um, tapped in the mind. He was a little off, but no one messed with Reggie. You know, Reggie would walk out days on end, you know, and they'd be like, where Reggie at, man? He'd be back. And yes, Reggie came back. Reggie would be gone. Reggie find a way and get away because he didn't like what was going on over there. So, mind you, Uncle got out the house, went on across there. They sit there drinking. Next thing you know, they get the yelling and screaming and hollering and fighting. My uncle, I, you know what? He can't fight. He, you know, my uncle wasn't never one of those, I'm going to beat your ass fighting. I'm going to do this. He was, no. My uncle, you know, wasn't fighting. He didn't fight. He was trying to get out the situation. So what happened was the dude was way bigger than him. He jumped on him. My uncle had a nice little piece on him. And next thing you heard was we, this is when now, now mind you, we're going to stop. We're going to do like the movies and skip for it. We're going to do like the movie and go back. Me and my cousin said, it's too hot. Let's go on the porch. We went back on the porch and we were closing the door and we heard, cock, 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 cock. Now, mind you, he had a 38 snub nose. Had the, uh, his bullets, what he had in there, search. It was called searchers or whatever. So he might hit you in the stomach, but that bullet end up in your heart or somewhere. So this man dropped, he hit him. He popped him twice. Pop up. Dude step kept, kept coming uh, closer. Tap, tap. That's four in him already. So he popped him six times. The sixth one dropped him. Uncle looked around, took off. My grandmother heard the shots. She come walking. She come walking out the porch. She come walking out the house onto the porch and looked and said, oh, Andrew done killed him. Lord Jesus. That's exactly what she said. And, and my uncle looked up and took off. Ran, ran down the side. Boom. Now, this is in Gary, Indiana. My uncle don't go far away from the house. Next door to our house was an abandoned building. My uncle did this around one o'clock in the afternoon. One o'clock in the afternoon, when he did it, he ran to the abandoned building. Hit an abandoned building. Police everywhere. Helicopters everywhere. You see it all. News reporters everywhere. Now, mind you again, my grandmother was a bootlegger. Guess what my grandmother had just went and did? The day before, my grandmother went and stocked up on all her liquor. She had all her reds, all her white wines, all her red wines, all her boom farms, all her Miller Lights, all her all her uh, uh, her uh, 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 Miller Light, Bud Light, all the beers you want to name. She had it in the basement. She had everything. So my grandmother was hot. She was like, why didn't this nigga just do some mess to him or whatever, whatever. So, because she knows what's going to happen. They're going to come in. The police going to try to come in the house. 
and searched the house. My cousin spooked. Are we all going to jail? We ain't going to jail. We too, we young. We kids. We ain't going to jail. We didn't know that though, but you know, hell. So, so what happened, what was consistent to happen? A detective comes to the door. My grandmother, I tell you one thing, I done made this one slick person. Now, mind you, I didn't even know this. In our basement, we had bathrooms. Now, what's tripped out about it, the bathrooms was behind a door that you would never know it was a door. I don't know who built it, how it got built, or whatever. So, my grandmother told me uh, it was me. And 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 and, and uh, it was just me and her. I think it was me and her and my cousin. We came down and we moved all the stuff out the refrigerator into this little secret apartment behind the house, behind the little doors, and closed it back. Boom, went upstairs. That's when the detectives came in. Can we search the house for him or whatever? She said she ain't hearing him. And the detective, detective asked, "Is is is anybody else here?" We was like, "No." So crazy part about it. The house never got searched. Now, this is Gary, Indiana. House never got searched. Mind you, he's in the house across from us, looking at everything out one of the windows. That's what he told us when, we, when, when my uncle went to get him. So this went on and on for a day, the day. Police left, picked the body up, did what they had to do. Now, mind you, Andrew ain't here. Andrew's wanted. You know, he done killed the man. My grandmother's like, these people might try to do revenge, retaliation. We don't know what's going on. We don't know why he shoot him, shot him or whatever. So my grandmother's up. And the wind, she up downstairs. She got, she got two things sitting out. She got a shotgun and she got a gun. Now, nobody knew that. But me, because I'm standing, I'm, I'm upstairs trying to go to sleep, but spooked as heck because she done told us this already. Nothing happened, thank God to that. Now, morning comes, and my grandmother calls my uncle, Albert. My uncle Albert comes over the house and says, you got to, my grandma said, you got to find the boy. He done shot somebody and did this, and we don't want the police to hurt him and beat him and do all this stuff to him. So we went, well, not we, my uncle went, look for him. Went, my uncle went blocks and blocks and other places he used to hang out at and went to around the clubs he used to go to and uh, nope, didn't find him. My uncle, my other uncle who did the shooting is still sitting in the abandoned house. Mind you, these are police officers that are trained to find people that are trained to have dogs and everything. Nobody went in that house. That's a blessing. That's a good thing. So now what happened was my uncle sitting out, my uncle Albert is sitting outside, standing outside in the yard. And he happens to look up and he starts seeing stuff in the, he starts seeing something move. In the wind, in the broke window that was in the abandoned building next to us, my uncle said, "Hey, hey!" He's screaming, you know. 
Andrew, you in there? Andrew, you in there? Nobody say nothing. My grandma's my grandma's scared. What you yelling at, boy? What's going on? She said, he said, Andrew in there. Andrew in there. And my grandma said, boy, come on out. If you're in there, come on. We can't, we, we don't want nothing to happen to you. Come on out. So my uncle went in there and got him. Pulled him out. Boom. Roll. Pulled him out. Then bring him through the front. Bring him through the back. Boom. So nobody seen what was going on. My grandma said, boy, you got to get yourself up. <sighs> So they fed, fed him, cleaned him up, took him on down there. He pled um, insanity. So for the first two years, they had him in a mental institution. So, hey, he was cool, posh or whatever. Trial came. They gave him 10 years. So Ten years in 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 in, in Michigan State Prison. That's 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 something that would do work on your mind. You know, it was times he had to call because people, you know, you come in fresh. People trying to bully you. People try to do this, do this. So it's 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 a crazy thing that. They say this is rehabilitation. The jail system is rehabilitation or the prison system is rehabilitation. The word rehabilitation means to rehab from going from bad to better. He went from what he was at to way worse to the point of he didn't want to live. He didn't care about anything. He would, would, would he, he was scared to the point, to, to the point of when he got out of jail, he was institutionalized so much that he was same house, same house. Nobody did anything. Same house came in, went to his room and barricaded himself in the room because he thought me or gr my grandmother was going to do something or somebody was going to come in and do something to him. This is what I'm saying. I understand there has to be a jail system. I understand there has to be something to punish people with. But if it is a jail system, let it really be something to rehabilitate a person, to get them back on the right track. Because, yes, people make mistakes. And hey, sometimes it's fatal mistakes. It's bad mistakes. But if you are the person that, you know, they now and um, I'm looking at it. I've been looking at this thing. They're trying to take away, um, uh, what is the name of it? Um, uh, solitary confinement. Because locking a person up with nothing in a small room and keeping in there for three or four days or three or four, well, now, well, a couple of months or whatever may have you, that's, that's psychological. That's messing with your mind. Look what happened in the pandemic. For the people that was in their house by themselves, some of them got anxiety, some of them got depression, some of them killed themselves, some of them just said, I can't deal with it no more. And then when it was up and when all the stuff, when, when they said, hey, you can get free and get out and do what you want to do, you seen all the crazy people, all the, all the people that when they went in wasn't crazy, but when they went, came back out to get on planes, get on trains, get on, drive around snapped off, didn't know what to do, how to do. 
because they say we're going to lock you in here, but we're not going to show you what to do when you get out. So my whole thing is, and then on another thing, when you do get out of jail and they say it's a real rehabilitation, no one wants to hire you. No one wants to get, uh, uh, help you get yourself together on your feet other than your family, if your family's around. But I'm like, if it's rehabilitation, that means to help you succeed, right? What happens? What happens? And uh, I can truly say so. My uncle um, got out, got out, and it was bad. It was really, really bad. But um, he he got to the point of trying to cope but couldn't help, couldn't deal with a lot of things that was going on. Um, so I, I say this to the least of, of things. He moved. Well, my grandmother died. Well, my grandmother died, the house or whatever have you. Oh my God. So let's tell you this. The house was supposed to went to me, but I was young. My grandma, my mother said, Hey, you need to come stay with me. No problem. Auntie said, let him stay here so he can have a place to stay. When you come back, you got a place to stay. I ain't got no problem living with him. No problem at all. He, one thing I can say, he's clean. He will clean up. He will get himself together. Whatever may have you. Great. But one thing stepped in. Crack. Cocaine. Whatever drug he was on, stepped in. So. I moved to Minneapolis, let him stay there. I came back three, four, five months later to come to a house that was dark. I'm not tripping, please. Okay. I go in, turn the lights on. Everything is dark. I said, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this. Let me go get me a hotel room. Come back in the morning. Did the same thing. When I walked through the door, Nothing was there. This house was fully furnished. No stoves, no beds, no TVs, nothing. Everything was gone. The the windows was boarded up and the light bulbs were taken out of the light. So I'm tripping. And so I, you know, went down. I'm speeding up the story because I'm going to get ready to close it out for a minute. But uh, I went down to my female's friend's house to get my hair braided. And she said, hey, I ain't seen you in a long time. I said, I was away. My grandmother died. I left and went to Minneapolis. She said, okay. She said, what's up? I said, could you do my hair? She said, yeah, no problem. Come on in. So I went on in. We, we, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting on the floor. She whipped me up. She said, I got to go get some, some more rubber bands for the back of your head. I said, all right, cool. I lean forth and I'm like, I know that bed. My grandma's a bed. I asked her when she came in, where you get that bed? Your uncle brought it down here. My uncle. She said, yeah, he brought that. The washer and the dryer and the ceiling fan. What? I go, I go to my other part in the house. And he said, man, I seen your uncle take all that stuff out the house, bro. 
And the only reason he'd take the stove because he was scared the gas was going to blow him up. So I, I, me and my brother, we went, cleaned up everything, put new things and everything, and I wouldn't let him stay with me. From that point until the day he passed away, I was no more. I wasn't uncle, I wasn't cousin, I wasn't a, I was a nephew. He didn't know me at all. He moved to Miami, uh, Florida, I'm sorry. Moved to Hollywood, Florida. That's what it is called. Are you looking for an energy boost to power through your day? Look no further than Dubby Energy Drinks, our powerful blend of ingredients especially formulated to give you that much needed energy boost without the crash. Dubby's Energy Drinks are sugar-free, crash-free, jitter-free, and it's FDA approved and it is a clean source of energy. We have some of the best tasting flavors from our citrus burst to our berry burst to our tropical fusion. Go to www.w.gg. Put in this code LOUNGE10 for your 10% off. Once again, that's LOUNGE10 for your 10% off. Remember, and one day, I got a call. Energy. I'm wrong. One day, you the police came to my job. The day. It's been Remember, two years ago. 10, I think it's 21, 20, 22, and 22. Came to my job and told me my uncle had passed away. He got hit by a semi because he was living under a bridge. Something he did not have to do. Something he was getting, he was getting money. He could have stayed where he was at. My auntie was taking care of him. He could have stayed exactly right in Indiana. But I tell you this, I tell you this story because of this reason. The jail system, I think it needs to change. I I have never been, don't want to go, thank God for it. That I don't have to go, that I didn't go. But I do believe there is some good people that make some messed up, uh, that make some bad mistakes that just need the real thing of the jail system, the rehabilitation part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm thankful that you stopped by to listen to us. Hope you enjoyed what you heard. Um, tune in to us next time. Remember, stop by plmedia at mail.com. That's plmedia at mail.com. Well, check us out on our IG, I-N underscore lounge, L-O-U-N-G-E. That's I-N underscore lounge, L-O-U-N-G-E. We're on all platforms. All you got to do is just type in, in the lounge with Stone and B. That's in the lounge with Stone and B. Drop us a line. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. If you have some opinions or you have some things that you want to even promote, hit us up. Let us know. We'd be glad to uh, reach out to you. Once again, I'm so thankful that you stopped by In The Lounge. Remember, this is In The Lounge with a grown and sexy play. Peace.